Most podcasts fail to attract an audience of loyal listeners. Now, many are able to create high quality content that would create value for their listeners if they could attract them, but unfortunately, that alone doesn't make a podcast successful. And as a result, there are many creators out there that after months or even years of effort, end up losing steam and giving up on their podcasting goals. Now, common advice among new podcasters is to just stick with it. The idea is so long as you continue to publish high quality content on a consistent basis, eventually you will attract a loyal audience of listeners. But unfortunately, while persistence is indeed important when it comes to long-term success, it alone won't guarantee you results. It's only one part of the overall equation. The real key to success with a podcast is to build momentum. So we're gonna break down a powerful five-step flywheel model that you can use to accelerate the growth of your podcast's audience. This is the same formula used by extremely popular podcasts like the Joe Rogan Experience, the H3 podcast, and Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast. Now, to help you get the most out of these ideas, let's begin by setting the stage with insight number one, the power of momentum in podcasting. The flywheel concept was originally made famous by author Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great. He invited readers to imagine a giant flywheel mounted horizontally on an axle. It's 30 feet in diameter, two feet thick, and 5,000 pounds in weight. And your goal is to get this flywheel spinning. Naturally, any attempt to get this thing moving begins with a lot of effort up front and very little movement to show for it. But so long as you keep pushing in the same direction consistently over time, eventually it becomes easier and easier to get the flywheel moving. You begin to build real momentum. The same is true when it comes to podcast success. There is no single milestone or single move or decision that causes a podcast to become popular. Instead, it's a series of steady actions taken one after the other that eventually create compounding results. Now, the key here isn't just to stick with it, as many people seem to believe, but rather to focus on building momentum over time. Now, as long as you're continuing to accelerate your momentum and creating better and better results over time, you will eventually achieve success. But the mistake that many podcasters make is they focus on cumulative statistics. So for example, they might focus on something like total downloads over the entire lifespan of their podcast. Now, unfortunately, That's a number that can continue to grow even if your podcast isn't continuing to build momentum because your existing subscriber base can continue to listen to your latest content and it gives you the impression that your podcast is growing. When instead, what you really wanna do is focus on a time period that you can compare to a previous time period. So for example, you can look at the last 28 days of data or downloads and compare it to the previous 28 days or you could look at a 90-day window to a previous 90-day window. The idea here is you want to see steady, accelerating results over time. So the current period shouldn't just be the same as the previous period. It needs to be accelerating. Now, in the beginning, of course, 
This starts out very slowly. So in your first month, you might have 10 downloads. In your second month, you might have 12 downloads. And that might not seem like you're making any progress at all. But of course, that's a 20% month-over-month growth. And so long as you continue on that pace, then eventually you're going to have... 1,000 downloads turn to 1,200 downloads from one month to the next. And so long as you continue to grow, you will eventually achieve larger and larger numbers. So as long as you're focused on growth and steady accelerating growth as opposed to just the total downloads over time, then you're on the right track. Now, of course, it's very important to note that In some cases, even great podcasts that have real potential will hit lulls. They will hit potentially flat or even negative growth for short periods of time. There might be some seasonality to your podcast. There could be other external factors. It's not a reason to give up, but you should be studying the numbers. You should be aware whether or not your podcast is truly growing and not just accumulating additional downloads, but is actually accelerating over time. And if it isn't, that's where you really need to revisit your strategy. So with that in mind, let's continue on to insight number two, how to build momentum with a podcast. Almost any action that contributes to the momentum of your podcast can be beneficial, but the real power of the flywheel concept, as explained in Turning the Flywheel by Jim Collins, is in building a momentum machine. So we want to create a virtuous cycle that feeds on itself to create better and better results over time. Now, To give you a quick example of this outside of the podcasting world, let's take a look at how Amazon's flywheel works. It starts with lower prices on more offerings. Lower prices leads to an increase in customer visits. More customers helps to attract third-party sellers. More third-party sellers expands the store and extends distribution. That in turn helps to grow revenues relative to fixed costs, and this greater efficiency then enables Amazon to lower its prices even further. It's important to note that each component isn't just a next action item on a list, but rather it's almost an automatic result of having success in the previous component. So if you nail the first component, you're launched into the next and then the next and then the next, almost like a chain reaction based on starting with the first component. And as a result, so long as you're able to improve your performance in any one of the components, the entire flywheel is accelerated. That's the idea here. We're trying to build a momentum machine where any improvements at all to the machine make the entire output that much better. So let's now dive into an example a very popular example from the world of podcasting. The first component is produce valuable long-form content. Long-form content can be cut into short, shareable social clips. Shareable social clips help to attract more first-time listeners. Some of those first-time listeners will turn into loyal subscribers. A growing base of loyal subscribers helps attract more popular guests. And finally, popular guests help you produce more valuable long-form content. The Joe Rogan experience didn't just become an overnight success. It was the result of a steady accumulation of momentum over time. And so as he grew his audience, his ability to attract more interesting entertainers, celebrities 
educators, and other interesting guests also increased. And as he brought in more interesting guests, his audience also grew as a result of that. So this was a very positive momentum machine where results in any one area contributed to better results in other areas and momentum was steadily built over time. Now, of course, there is more than one formula for success in the podcast world. The goal here is just to make sure that you have an effective formula for your podcast. So with that in mind, let's continue on to insight number three, how to customize your podcast flywheel. There are, of course, many benefits to creating a flywheel that can help your podcast stand out in its category. Now, just keep in mind here, the goal is to create a cohesive system where improving any one of the components improves the entire system. So we're not just creating a formula for success, we're creating a momentum machine. That is the goal here. So with that in mind, here's an alternative podcasting flywheel based on covering industry insider news. It starts with covering valuable news. This valuable news keeps listeners informed and engaged. Engaged listeners tend to be loyal and eager to spread news via word of mouth. This in turn helps to grow the total number of active listeners to your podcast. A growing community of listeners can provide tips when it comes to the latest breaking news. And finally, these tips can help you cover more valuable news in the future. Now, your flywheel doesn't need to be made up of exactly five components. The ideal number is between four and six, according to Jim Collins in his book, Turning the Flywheel. Now, if you have more than six steps in your flywheel, his recommendation is to consolidate and simplify so you can get down to the essence of your particular flywheel. Any more than six and it's just too complicated. Now, when it comes to designing your own flywheel, one of the most effective strategies is to study the flywheels of other podcasters or other businesses out there. And of course, it's ideal not to copy a flywheel from someone in your own category. So what I recommend is study other podcasts outside of your niche, outside of your industry, see what's working for them, see what's not working for them, and then ideally construct your own custom flywheel based on what you've learned from studying other great successful podcasts out there. That's one of the most powerful ways that you can come up with a winning formula while still standing out within your own niche or your own category. Just keep in mind, the goal at the end of the day is to create a momentum machine and each of the components should naturally lead to the next so that the entire system is very cohesive. And then at that point, once you've established your own flywheel, you can simply focus on executing and finding ways to renew and improve it over time. Now, you can learn more about the flywheel concept by reading Good to Great or Turning the Flywheel, both of which were written by Jim Collins. I highly recommend the second book as it's a very short read and it's focused entirely on the flywheel concept. Now, if you're interested in other great business-related books, I do have a number of reading lists that cover some of my favorite books on a range of topics, including digital marketing, entrepreneurship, business strategy, personal productivity, and several other great topics like that. So if you're interested 
in checking those out. I'll link them up for you down in the episode description box. But that's it for this episode. If you have any questions or comments about anything that we covered here, let me know down in the comment section below. And be sure to subscribe and visit rickkettner.com if you're interested in learning more about business and entrepreneurship in general. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to connecting with you again in the future.